You're listening to a DM podcast. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders both past and present. is the Dude Cinema Podcast. But I was just like scrolling through it like nerds, nerds, nerds. Like I don't care. <laughs> Movie shaming needs to stop. Obviously a dude wrote this script. These teeth aren't friends and I'm like, I'm about it. I honestly think that this movie should just be called Red Flags. <laughs> Let me miles tell you. Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. Podcast. My name is Alex J, and with me is my gorgeous, voluminous head co-host, Beck Charwood. This is the podcast where we find a shampoo that works for us, but also watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. This is not a paid promotion, you guys. We're not going to tell you what it is, just to prove that it's not a paid promotion, but my God, Rebecca's hair today looks like, okay, you know what it is? Beachy Waves. You've got the beachy waves look. I do have the beachy waves look. Naturally. Like Captain America yes. in the female Captain America in that movie that where movie. she did not need beachy waves. Mm-mm-mm. But she had a That's you right now. That's me. It looks gorgeous. This is look, guys, get shampoo without I think it's sulfate in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Changed my life. Ugh, I I've written it down. I'm heading out to Chemist Warehouse. After this, and we are not sponsored by Chemist Warehouse. Either. No. You can go to Priceline. You can go to wherever you want. But it's but hey, Chemist Warehouse is cheaper. It is. It's panic attack inducing, but it's cheaper. Yes. If you, you have to go in there with a goal, you have to go in there with <gasps> yeah. a purpose, and you have to know exactly where you're going. Yes. You can't go for a browse. You can't oh. go willy nilly in there. Browses the Chemist Warehouse. Oh my god. Those lights. <laughs> Just raw dogging every sense. <laughs> Fuck. How are you, my love? I'm good. I'm just getting over the flu. Mm. Um, we missed an episode last week because I was very, very, very sick. And, and uh, yeah, you poor thing. Yeah. I did that thing where I was like, oh, two days, I'll be fine. It's been a week. That's It's been a week. Yeah. And it's always those ones. Like, it's always the ones that you think, I'll get through this really quick that don't. Mm. And then when you're like, oh, I'm getting sick, I might be able to... Fucking just put my feet up for a yeah. week, two days. You're all good. Yeah, Get back to work, you bitch. Yeah, that kind of thing. That's yeah, that's my what I was internal monologue. So busy. I was. Like, I have so many things to yeah. do. My body's like, no, you need to sleep for 17 hours of the day. Oh, that's so much of the day. <laughs> too much. Too much. And then in between, all I could do was like watch TV. And it got to a point where it was like day three. I love watching TV. I love watching things. That's mm. why we do this podcast. Mm. Don't get me wrong. But I was like. I'm done watching things. I want to go outside. My back hurts from sitting on the couch. Yes, I want to see people. I want to read something. (laughs) (laughs) In the air. Mm. So that's nice. I'm glad you're on the road to recovery. Thank you. I mean, also mentally, I'm going through something. Um, I fell over twice in front of the same person on separate events. Whoa. This week, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Talk me through it. Okay. So, look, my friend George, who I know wouldn't judge me, but Mm -hmm. falling over as an an adult is a deeply embarrassing experience. I don't know. I can't remember the last time I fell over. Exactly. Because you've got your life together. (laughs) 
because you're not making whatever dumb decisions I am. That fucks with your equilibrium. Exactly. I think it is the flu. But so this is as... Absolutely it's the flu. It fucks your inner ear and your inner ear is your balance. Yes. I'm a doctor. I can definitely say that. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Dr. Alex J. <laughs> so I went over to my friend George's house for some wines and then... Look, went down her stairs too quickly and just ass planted on the last four. Oh, no. Wine in the air. Oh, and ass plant. Oh, that mm. hurts the tailbone. And I got a sick <gasps> bruise from it. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Real injuries. And then literally a week later, she came with me to a comedy show <laughs> the other night. <laughs> and I, I, I don't mean to toot my own horn. One of one of the tightest sets I've done this year. Fuck yeah. I was tore it up. I was headlining too, so oh, it was the end of the show. That's what you want and you had somewhere there to witness it. Yes. yes. That's what we dream of. So, like fucking hand in the air being like, I've been back to have a good night. Fuck yeah. Go to walk off stage. I just remembered what this story is. Yeah. Take two steps. Face plant it in the middle of the audience. No. Yeah. Nothing to take away all of the gravitas. You poor Cool thing. factor. Immediately a loser. She like, set, what set? She's like, all I saw is you fall over. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Uh, um, George, is it? Yes. Yeah, I'm sure she had a very good time and has immediately forgotten about the double fallovers. Surely? No. No, no. That's she's a good enough friend that it's all she's going to bring up. <laughs> For months. Yeah, you know, that's a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? How are you, my love? You So you haven't fallen over this week? Not that I can remember. Uh, <laughs> I was saying to you before, I'm running on a bit of fumes. My insomnia kicked back in last night, which is super cute and fun. Whoa! So it, I was up till about three this morning and got oh up, my God. up at six. Oh, my God. So, But we're okay because this is a Friday that we're recording this. It's a tomorrow's sleep-in day. Yes, it doesn't count. It's it fine. Count. Exactly. It's fine. Today is just, you know, you just got to make it through. Just run through it. You just got to log into Teams, move that mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Send a couple of Slack messages. Yes. I'm alive. <laughs> but mm. today, yes, the reason we are here in this studio. Finally. Finally, is to, is to close out the Cornetto trilogy. Yes, to eat our third Cornetto. Now, we have done mm. this out of order, but that's fine. But the World's End have is we? the final. Well, it goes hot fuzz. It goes Shaun of the Dead hot fuzz, then the World's oh, End. Oh, okay, okay, So we switch okay. around the first two, but we are ending it with the actual third movie, yes. The World's End. Yes. Had you heard anything about this movie before watching it? No, I never heard of it before. Yeah. Only it wasn't until as big as the first two. Yeah. And rightly so. Yeah, I can see why. I did have a feeling going into this, everyone that I spoke to about the Cornetto trilogy is like, the third one, eh. Okay. So I did not have high expectations for this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. about you? I had seen it before. Oh. I remembered that, but not for years, but I remembered that, yeah, I, I wasn't as into it as the other two. Uh, I'm not a sci-fi person, so I remember that there were a robot. There was a robot storyline and yes. blue blood and all that kind of stuff. And so that I just remember being like not as intrigued by that as I was, say, the zombies and the neighborhood watch turned evil in the other two movies. Yes, the villains. But um, I was excited to watch it again because of my re-love for Simon Pegg mm. after the first two movies. So I was excited to see him again. Yes, who was in Australia recently for the Mission Impossible. 
premiere. And he did a fuck. Did you see that first trap he posted? Yes, with the Opera House. Rude. Slut. <laughs> <laughs> he's hot now. What the fuck? I mean, he's always had a little something, but. Oh, totally, but ble- bleach blonde hair. He's like, he's, he's a different guy now. He's like yeah. cool and shit. <gasps> little daddy energy. Yes. Very big guy. daddy energy. He saw Pedro Pascal and he was like, got it. Yep. Understood. I see what the brief is for 2023. Yep. <laughs> Shall we jump in? Yes. All right. Ever had one of those nights that starts out like any other, but ends up being the best night of your life? I did. Our goal that night was simple. 12 pubs, 12 pints. From the first post to the world's end. But that night... We never made it. I saw the boys the other day. Uh-huh. We're going to go back to Newton Haven. Why? Five guys, 12 pubs, 50 pints. 60 pints. <laughs> Steady on, you alky. This is our chance to finally finish what we started. <laughs> we are going to do the gold mile, and this time we are going to see it through to the bitter end. Or lager end. Good food, fine ales, turtle annihilation... Five friends who reunite as an attempt to top their epic pub crawl from 20 years earlier unwittingly become humankind's only hope for survival. Huh. Cute. Yeah. Cool. Well, if you haven't seen The World's End, it's Nick Frost, Simon Pegg again. Yes. But their dynamic has switched. Mm. So now Nick Frost is the got-it-together normal guy and Simon Pegg is the... Stupid loser. Yes. Hot, deep. The messiest we've ever seen. Messiest, Simon. Yeah. In all three. And basically, Simon Pegg plays a guy who can't let go of peaking in high school mm. and still thinks he's the same guy that he was, even though it's been 20 years. He thinks he's still like this cool rocker guy, but he's just a loser who doesn't have his life together. He Death, wears a trench coat. He wears a trench coat, which you know smells. You know he just stinks because he's just constantly smoking you know he's definitely got like the yellow fingers all that kind of stuff and he needs to relive the highest point of his high point in high school which is going on a pub crawl for all of these pubs in their local hometown Mm. they attempted it when they were in high school and they never got to the last pub which was called the world's end Mm. So now he has decided that he's going to get all of his buddies back together who he hasn't seen in like 20 years and gaslight and manipulate them into doing the pub crawl with him again. And while they're on the pub crawl, they realize that the town has been taken over by robots. Yes. And malarkey ensues and they have to basically beat the robots. And yeah, so the robots are there. Yes, are the the thing. This time. This is, yeah, so we've gone like... With the other ones, Strong of the Dead is like horror. Mm. Hot Fuzz is like a cop, buddy cop. Crime. Yeah. And yep. this one was meant to be sci-fi. Yes. And what I have, I've heard people say this for so long, be like sci-fi is really difficult to write. I'm like, what are you talking about, you mm. nerds? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And after this, I'm like, sci-fi just seemed really difficult to write. That's yeah. a really interesting point. Yeah. Because mm. like I loved the comedy of this, which yes. is what I'm here for this trilogy for, right? Yes. Loved the comedy, loved it. My horny scene transitions from Edgar Wright again, Ugh. didn't fail. Um, like, I love all that, but the actual sci-fi part of it is my I can take or leave. Mm. It didn't feel very exciting like it did the yeah. other two. 
Well, it was like it, it would, wasn't clear what yeah. the motivation of these robots was. True. Yes, true. Like, Even when they did a very long sequence explaining it at the end. Oh, my God. It's, Show, don't tell, baby. Yeah. The dialogue went on for so long about, like, technology and everyone's on their phones these days and yeah. you know you you guys aren't efficient we need to because of technology blah 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 and yeah. i was just like what wait what 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 is happening what is this for what is the reason what mm. is the reason so true and then it just kind of yeah it did fall apart a little bit because then it was kind of like he was also like, you can kind of choose to become a robot or not. Like everyone has free will, but like you have to. And it just didn't track. There was a lot just that just didn't track for me. Yes. With yeah. the reveal of the whole God voice person. Yeah. Mm. And also as well, what really bugged me. My main thing is like, I this movie is so slow to start. True. Could have cut out the first 30 minutes. True. Yeah. Like all, like yeah, introducing to all the different characters, all the different old friends, meeting up with them. Like there were funny moments, definitely, mm. but it was very slow. Yeah, we yeah. didn't need ten minutes for each character, mm. and then the reveal at the end that the reason he's doing all of Simon's pay characters doing all this is because he tried to kill himself, and this is oh god, I forgot about that. Yeah, the suicide reveal at the end. Oh yeah, is that because this is the only thing. This might be the last thing he ever does before he possibly tries to attempt again. Oh, my God, yeah. I was like, that's interesting. Fuck. That's an interesting reveal. That's an interesting storyline. Mm. How would does that tie into the sci-fi thing? Oh, not at it all. It doesn't at all. Yeah. Whereas the other two movies were so fucking tight. Yes. Everything was so tight. I didn't question one thing. I was just blissfully taken on a ride. Mm. Whereas this one I was did find myself kind of poking holes in things or just like – not suspending my disbelief, where I was like more than happy to do that in the first two movies. Yes. Mm. Did we think Simon was hot in this? No. As you said, stinky. stinky. Definitely stinky. Stinky, greasy. Greasy, stinky man. Yeah. <laughs> and also there's something about having more than eight standard drinks. Yeah. <laughs> which anyone international is like, eight? Yeah. We're Australian. That's pittance yes. to us. That's a normal night at the Thursday night at the pub. Yeah. Anyone who's like, I love to do 13 pints. I'm like, that is just pints too. Not schooners. Yes. Pints. pints. I'm like that. Ick. Yeah. Your insides are stinky. Yeah. Your insides are fermented. <laughs> stinky, greasy insides and outsides. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. He was, he's definitely not the hero of this story, which I like. I like that they, included a movie where Simon Pegg wasn't the hero of the story. Yeah. Even did he it kind of at the end, I guess. Yeah. But then it, like it, the plot was so muddied. Yeah. About like why would these alien robots here? Why, and what was their what were they trying to do? Did they want to destroy cuz they ended up destroying the world. I'm like I thought you guys loved the world. I thought you loved Earth and you wanted to steal it. Yeah. Mm. And they're just like, we just want to take over the world. And it's like, why? And it's like, because you guys aren't efficient. I'm like, well, then that seems annoying. <laughs> seems like a fruit. There's no profit to this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It felt, it felt short. Yes. Bit. Yes. Should we go through cast? Yes. All right. <clears throat> Simon. Stinky Simon. Stinky Simon. <laughs> <This one. laughs> I did love him in this role, though, because he's, 
he was way more silly in yes. this than he was in the first two. Obviously, Hot Fuzz, he's not silly at all. Sean is a bit silly, but this one, I think he really got to like explore his physical comedy. There was a lot of running, a lot of jumping around, a lot of like wacky one-liners and facial expressions and stuff. So I really enjoyed that for him. Yes. Uh, but stinky. Stinky. But yeah, the, like the comedy's not gone in this. No, you're right. Yeah. It was the narrative that really... Mm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It was just really... Yeah. You know what si- who Simon's character reminded me of? Mm. Did you... Have you seen the movie Heathers? No, I haven't. <sighs> Anyway, basically, there's an incel in it, played by Christian Slater in his younger years. Oh, okay. Still very hot. Mm. And but basically, he dies at the end of the movie. Spoilers, but it came out 20 years ago. So <laughs> fuck you. But but I'm like, if he survived, I think this is the character he would end up being. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm just like, yeah, the long trench coat and be like, fuck it, you know, a nihilist thing. Uh. Yeah, but. It has shown zero growth yes, or anything. at all. Like the way he's stuck in the past in this is like pathetic. I think that was really well written. Yes. Because um, oh, we've all done that where we oh. caught up with someone from the past yeah. and gone, oh, 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 you're still here. Yeah, or like, oh, you're still talking about high school. Like I know a few people where like I'll see that like run into them or something. And there's this one friend I know, friend, there's one girl I know from high school and every time I run into her, it's just, do you remember this from high school? Remember when this happened? Remember when this teacher did this? And I'm like, I don't remember any of those yes. things. Because it's been 20 years almost. Yeah. How but, the fuck are you keeping this in your brain? Yeah, and thinking that it's things, and that's exactly what Simon Pegg's character in this does, is brings up memories like they just happened last week and let's laugh about them. And it's like, dude, no, that was so long ago. Like, no mm. one's thinking about that anymore. Yeah. Let's talk about what's happening now, but yeah. he just can't. I thought it was very well done. Mm. Nick Frost. Yeah, Nick Frost. What do you think about their dynamic switching? I liked it, yeah. Mm. I really believed him as like a very well-to-do. Yes. Yes, prim, proper gentleman. Did not expect that from the first two because he's also so believable, obviously, as a schlub. Yes. He did so well at being the normal dude in this. Yeah. I loved him. Yeah. And I loved that they ended up being friends again. Yes. And up. And their friendship was powerful and strong, and that's what saved the world. That's what saved the world. <sighs> I um, loved. I think he did very well, Nick Frost, with the the choreo in that you know the big bathroom fight scene. Oh my god, the big bathroom! See, the because it took thirty minutes to get to the bathroom yeah, scene, yep. and I was like, this should be in the first twenty. Yeah, absolutely, because that's when things kicked in. Yes. Yep. And that was interesting, exciting, and unexpected, and it was epic. It was epic. Fucking epic. The core, it's so many cool th- this is it's the Edgar Wright of it. Like so many cool moments where like uh, at one point like Simon Pegg's still trying to drink a beer while he's getting like smashed and stuff like in in the bar later on and I love I love an Edgar Wright fight scene I've decided. Mm. That's the kind of action fight scene I, I want to watch. Yes. Mm. Just cool shit happening. Just cool fucking shit. Martin Freeman is oh back. Oh my god, he's great. As per usual. As per usual. A delight on screen. Such a delight. And when he turns into the robot person, he's all just happy-go-lucky. And so, oh, he does that so well. It's so yeah. unnerving. That was a cool. Sw- it was cool seeing people switch in this. Like, mm. there was a lot of switching between characters and personalities and whatnot. True. Yeah. 
Um, I love this. Is, sorry to deviate from the main cast, please. But the Pierce Brosnan. Oh. Cameo. I forgot about Pierce. What a smoke show. Oh my God, Mr. Salt and Pepper Brosnan himself. Him as a teacher. I was like, stop. As a, as a position of authority. Oh my God. With his leather bound mahogany everything. Oh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> his leather bound mahogany <laughs> everything. That is a perfect character <laughs> summary. Just he is leather bound. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> um, another one of the main the the main uh, old friends is Dead Man's Shoes guy. We see him again. Yes. He's back because <laughs> we saw him in Hot Fuzz, mm. and he was just a kind of a bit character. But he's one of the main characters in this. Yes. And I have to say, I, I think it's undoing a lot of the trauma that happened from Dead Man's Shoes. Yeah. Yeah, seeing him being silly, funny. I'm like, that's right, it wasn't real. It wasn't real. It wasn't real. It wasn't a documentary on a handy cam. <laughs> Even though it fucking looked like it. Fucking looked like it, fucking felt like it. <laughs> we also see, I can't remember her name, but Gone Girl. Oh, my God. Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike. I could not believe she was in this film. What? Because this is the movie she did right before Gone Girl. Literally, this what? came out 2013, Gone Girl 2014. She would have got, literally shot this and then probably gone straight onto the set <laughs> to film Gone Girl. Wow, what range this woman has. Yeah. I fucking loved her in this. Her, she was so pretty and beautiful and I loved her hairstyle that they had. Just looking like yeah. thrown up in must. Yes, oh, perfectly cast as like your friend's hot sister. Absolutely. I would have had a crush on her in high school. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. If she was my friend's sister. Yeah. That was cool. So she was fantastic in this. And she had some great lines, like when shutting down Simon Pegg's character all the time when he's making advances and stuff. She was just, she was a cool character for the yeah. only kind of only female character. Yes. I quite liked her. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Literally the mm. only, apart from the twins. Oh yeah. They were cool. They were funny. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of good fight scenes in this. Mm. I enjoy that in all three, like we've kind of mentioned this before, but all three movies, that it's a things aren't as they seem mm. storyline. So in yes. all three, it sets up the world and then 20, 30 minutes in, everything's changed and people aren't what they seem. And I, I really like that like angle yes. to these the movies. Reveal. Yeah. And I did like that the reveal in this was so everything. quick. Yes. Because with Sean of the Dead, it's like you see it slowly happen mm. around him. And yeah. it's like so much of the comedy. And also same with like Hot Fuzz. But this one, it was like, oh, the, what the fuck is going to be the twist here? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's kicking in some teenager's <laughs> face in the bathroom and it, blue blood is everywhere. That moment where he, yeah, he pushes the guy and his head fall and hits the urinal. Yeah. His head just comes clean off. What did you think of that moment? Did you? Oh, I was like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? What is happening? That's when I was hooked in. Yeah. And then they got weird. Yeah. And then it got weird. But also I had a lot of questions of how, because clearly it was like the robots are taking over the human body. Mm. But then it's like all of a sudden their heads can just pop off and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little bit like, how? There wasn't a lot of, what do you call it, lore mm. explaining of the world. Yes. 
Beautiful movie though. Beautiful, Looks lovely. Beautiful. You've got the set pieces of the the local pubs again, like in the other yes. two. Uh, I think they added too many pubs in. There was a lot of pubs. Yeah. Yeah. I did like how they address how nearly every pub looks the same. Except, There's only so much you can do with a pub. Except the one pub that's been turned into a nightclub. Yes. <laughs> Which that happens in everyone's hometown. They try and turn some shitty pub into a nightclub and it's just even worse somehow. Yeah. Oh, God, that nightclub scene gave me bad PTSD. Oh, yeah. Of going to the shitty nightclub in your hometown be like, oh, my God. Oh, no. I thought this, like, I remember walking so here when I was 18 like a cocktail dress and heels and be like, it's like a movie. Oh, my God, that's so true. I, yeah, I slow-mo walked in to every club I went to. Oh, my God, yes. Wind um, machine. Yeah. Yes, and on the dance floor be like, everyone's looking. Everyone's looking at me. And then you look and you're like, oh, my God, this is gross. <laughs> so what did you think about the line at the end of the movie that was meant to be like, like dropping the knowledge, being like, okay. that's the message? The line of it's our human, basic human right to be fuck-ups. Oh, yeah. That's the one he yells out. It's our basic human right to be fuck-ups. I did like that scene where they're yelling at him. I thought it was really cute. Yes. I like it when men are friends. Um, <laughs> Isn't that great? When they help each other. I love when a man is a friend with another man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I forgot it <laughs> until you just said it then. So it obviously didn't stick to far i like it I, I guess i know what they they were saying and i do agree it's mm. like it is our human right to be whatever we want it doesn't always have to be good what did you yes. think i would have loved it if it wasn't lost in that whole weird technology rant yeah yeah you're right that's a line that doesn't just relate to technology controlling us it relates to any kind of oppression mm. and that it yeah that didn't track yeah because also technology wasn't in – there wasn't technology in the movie. Yeah. They all had, like, the oldest cell phones in the yeah. world. That Like, at no point was anyone controlled or influenced by technology. Weird, yeah. Whatsoever. So then at the end to bring it back to that and then be like, it should be – yeah, it did correlate and I think it would have stuck so much harder. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to, like – because, like, the fact that he is – someone who has nothing left to live for, I thought would come into it more at the end. You're right, actually. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Because his whole thing is, yeah, that he's nihilistic mm. and he doesn't care about himself, he doesn't care about his health. We see him that he's at an AA meeting and he just kind of uses it as a chance to brag about all of the fuck shit he's done when he's drunk. So it should, yeah, he, they, it felt like they were working up to that kind of, nihilistic person breaking through and but yeah mm. it just kind of got lost yeah mm. and for a movie movies that are so about male friendships mm. and it's like excuse me oh it's my tummy rumbling <laughs> for, for the hunger for male friendships yeah I just love it yum 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 <laughs> like non-toxic to, male friendship yes of course mm. but to yeah end on uh, yeah it was messy it was, it was messy mess- messy that's the word mm. Messier than Jonah Hill's text. Dude. Can we take a second? Can we take a second? Okay. So I, on one hand, I'm like gross, obviously disgusting. Perfect example of mm-hmm. gaslighting. Perfect example. It's almost yeah. like chat GPT. Yes. You put it in like, can you write me some 
controlling boyfriend text. Yes, it was almost too clunky. (laughs) Surfing with men. (laughs) Actually, it does feel like AI wrote those texts because it was so strangely worded. Yeah. Like, ugh. Sorry, go on. But secondly, I was like, did we not all know that Jonah Hill's the fucking worst? I didn't know. What? I feel like I've been, I've known, okay. This is because this is what I've known of Jonah Hill in the last like decade. It's like he was like 21 Jump Street, super bad, all that stuff. It was like so funny, haha, king of comedy. But then Wolf of Wall Street, he became best mates with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then Moneyball. Yeah. Moneyball. Isn't that where he kind of like, was that straight after Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, probably. And that's where he like got the Oscar nom and kind of broke out yeah. of silly comedy. Yeah, so we got all serious all of a sudden, but I'm like, also, Leonardo DiCaprio, famous for dating younger women and not fucking respecting them. Yep. Not a great role model as a friend. Yeah. Then the doco he released on Netflix starts. Did you watch that? No. Oh, Did it you? was the biggest piece of wankery. That's why I didn't watch it. I was saying this to Luke the other night. I was like, I remember when that came, because Luke watched it, and he, oh, he wanted to watch it. And he kept, like, bringing it up every now and again. And every time I just feel like, babe, I just don't this is before the text thing i was like i don't know why i need to watch a movie about jonah hill's therapist yes like how fucking entitled is that that he's just so famous and netflix is just like sucking his dick so hard that they're like you can make anything you want and then he's like i'm gonna make a movie about my therapist why would anyone want to see that yes why is anyone interested in jonah hill's therapist yes and the fact that, like, the it's, like, in black and white, too. So it's, like... No, oh, it's dead. not. Yes. No, it's not. Yes. What? Yes, to make it seem deeper and more interesting than it is. Ugh, this is everything I thought it would be. Yeah, like, half... Basically, the whole message of it is, like, guys, you should go to therapy. And also, your therapists, they go to therapy, too. And it's, like... Yeah, I just Who watched, gives a fuck? I just watched... I learned that during shrinking, okay? Yeah. I just watched shrinking, and it was a much more enjoyable experience. Yes! But halfway through, like, he admits, he's like, so we've been filming this for a year, and we don't kind of have anything. So, like... And then this story changes, but it's, like, no more interesting or different. I was like, this is guy's a fucking wanker. Like, he's a clearly a narcissist. Ugh. Yuck. Who's got too much fucking money and time on his hands, apparently. Mm-hmm. Then I watched the movie that he did with Eddie Murphy. Oh, I heard about that. Oh, my God. And it's literally about him dating an African-American woman Mm. and all of, like, the issues that come along with that. I have not seen such little chemistry between two people in my life. When he had to kiss her, you could see he was visibly uncomfortable. And to me, I was like, not only is that such bad acting and so unprofessional – to me, it's like it just kind of because I knew about him being friends with Leo. It's like, is it because this woman is your age? Is oh, that what this fucking is? Yeah. Well, on that, I just recently learned this morning on a podcast on my way to work that his ex, the one who's been releasing, yeah. is 13 years younger than him. His current partner, who has his baby, is 13 years younger than him. Yes. He is 40 and they are 26. Both of them. Fucking, yes. It's ex- Leo DiCaprio. Yes. Right. Like, so when the text came out, I was like, yeah, no shit. Wow. No shit. You are really good at putting two and two and a narcissist together. (laughs) Hey, I also just consume way too much media. I watch too many things. (laughs) Yeah. And so I've really enjoyed the discourse around like weaponizing therapy language that's come out because of this, because that's exactly what he's done. Yeah. 
And it tracks because he made a fucking documentary about his stupid therapist. He's You're obsessed. So sad and wanky. And there was, <sighs> I mean, that I, I haven't read too much because honestly it reminds me of my own ex. That's the kind of shit that I would get from yeah. my bad ex was very controlly, like, yeah, I don't, like, and like, like rules. Mm. And so similar, putting up boundaries and pretending that they're boundaries, but they're actually rules. Yes. Because there's a whole, like, a, a lot of discourses as well now around, like, I think it's really good that this came out because there's so many interesting facets to, like, what is a boundary versus what is a rule. Yes. And a boundary is something that you put on yourself, your own boundaries for yourself. But the thing is, he was putting boundaries on her. Yes. And then that's a rule. That's a rule. Okay. Great. I, I, again, this is this morning's podcast that I listened to. Two Girls, One Pod. Uh, it's a great little listen. Um, but they were saying, like, yeah, just really interesting things. So it was um, Evie Jones, I think, is the host. And she was saying, for example, a boundary that she has is that she doesn't like drinking. So when she's dating someone and they're going out drinking, her boundary is I won't join you because I get triggered or mm. whatever it was. So that's a boundary because she's put it on herself. Yes. But if she said to to that guy, you can't drink anymore, that's not a boundary. Yeah. That's a rule. So Daniel's fucked. Yeah. It's been coming for a long time. Do anyone mm. also get, grows like long hair and puts it in a ponytail? Ugh. Yuck. Gross. Unless it's Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 he ain't no Jason Momoa. He was born with a ponytail. It's different. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, we talked about World End. Oh, look, I just want to just do one quick shout out to an excellent tweet that I saw following the Jonah Hill thing. Do you have any fa- favorite moments from his texts? Any that stand out? Oh, um, what was it? Relationships with unstable women from your recent wild past. To the mother, she's 26 and he's like, your recent wild past. Like, she's in her 20s. She's currently in her wild past. Like, this will be her wild past when she's in her 30s. Like, that's how it works. Also, it's so specific. It's like, it's like he might have also said friendships with Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> you specifically that slut that you used to club with. <laughs> Who clearly has BPD, but like you don't hang out with her. <sighs> Boundaryless, inappropriate oh. relationships, friendships with men. Anyway, I um. So he, at one point he says, "Yeah, that she's not allowed to post bikini pics yes. online, even though she's a literal professional surfer." It's yeah, crazy. <laughs> and I saw a tweet that says, "If your boyfriend says not to post that bikini pic." Ask him if that's the Jonah Hill he wants to die on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Brill. That's that's. I would just say in the office yesterday. Like that has to be, become part of vernacular. Just like, is that the Jonah Hill you want to die, die on? <laughs> Get the shirts made quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <sighs> Anyway, sorry, at World's End. Oh, at the World's End, yes. I have three questions. Let's wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> I have three questions for you. Mm. Did this movie make you horny? Oh, look, I'm embarrassed, but despite how greasy and smelly, <gasps> I still was attracted to Simon. What? I think because he was silly and goofy and extra in this one. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I like that, Simon. Mm. What about you? Did this no. movie make you horny? No, Pierce Brosnan. Oof. Yes. Mm. Yes, daddy. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, no. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend this movie on a date? 
No. No. No, it's fine, but it's there's better things you can there's watch heaps. on a date. Heaps more. It's not a bad movie. Mm. Just not a good movie. Not the best. If you have to choose something from the Cornetto trilogy, not this one. Yes. Mm. Hot fuzz. Yeah. 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 Short of the dead. Okay. But Ooh, controversy. Do you disagree? Um, um, what about you? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think I think it's fine. Like, mm. I, yeah, it's fine. If mm. if you happen to get coerced into watching this on a date, it's you're not going to break up or anything because of it. But there's much better ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and ratings. How many? What flavor cornetto was this? This one was it strawberry? I think this was a mint. Choc- mint, you're right. Yeah. Yep. How many mint choc chip Cornetto. cornettos out of five? Mm, just a solid three. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I think a soft three. Mm-hmm. Two normal ones and then one that's a little bit melted. A little bit melted. Yeah. But it still has the chocolate at the bottom, which is yes. the most important part. Oh, yes, of yep. course. Good. Yes, yes, yes. All right. All right, well, we did it. That was the Cornetto Trilogy. We did it. Oh, I miss it already. Oh. And if you want to keep up with us on what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod, like our Facebook page, the Dude Cinema Pod page. And we've got merch at uh, yes. You can buy totes, stickers, two yes. types of stickers. Two types of stickers. And they're both very cute. They're super cute. They're on my... Laptop and my water bottle at work, guys. Mm-hmm. And surreptitiously just placed around the office as yes. little Easter eggs. Gorilla marketing, baby. <laughs> and also, if you um, don't have any dollar dues, that's okay. Mm. Just give us a five star review wherever mm. you listen to this podcast. And in your review, let us know what movie a dude has told you to see, and we will review it for you. Cool. All right. We love you. Oh, and. Gosh, it's been two wow. weeks. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay, just like Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, our dynamics have switched in this episode yes. too. You forgot the kumite, and that's always my job to oh my forget God. the kumite. Do you want to say the kumite? I guess I should. Oh my God. Okay. okay. My love. Yes. And the dear listener. A kumite. This feels weird. No, you're doing great. You're doing great. A kumite to you. A kumite to you and yours. Ah! Ah! We did it.